This is Truth Be Told. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Truth Be Told. Today's episode is sponsored by Second Kind, which is a local brand to Texas that is a skincare line, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about them later. We're super excited. That's why you see these lovely array of products. But in honor of this brand and us partnering with them today, we are gonna talk about self-care. So ladies, I wanted to ask you, what is self-care for you? And do you, if you, maybe you don't, I don't know, but do you implement self-care in your everyday life or... You know, regimen. Yes. 100%. I think think self-care is listening to what, like, what your body, your mind, body, soul needs. Um, And it usually is, like, an everyday thing um, and, like, a seasonal thing if you're going through something. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's, it can be, like, taking a bath, taking time away from, um, just the world and unplugging and stuff. And then I think it can also be, um, I don't know, like going to like pushing yourself to go to the gym, journaling out your thoughts. And so, yeah, I think that it looks like really different for some people and it's more than just what we see like on Instagram and yeah, I agree. Yeah. I love what you said, mind, body, soul, because I feel like it hits every category yeah, of yeah. like just taking care of yourself. So mm-hmm. like when I'm thinking about the mind, things that I do for my mind is working out, eating healthy, which also goes for your body. But psychologically, when I'm eating yeah. healthy, yeah. I just in my mind, I like feel better, yeah. you know, yes. and then like reading books, you mm-hmm. know, journaling, yeah. Um, uh, putting myself in new environments that just feel good and just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, relax me. And then body, of course, is working out, eating healthy, maybe going, doing a new adventure somewhere around the city or something active or even just relaxing, taking a bath. And then, of course, I love skincare and beauty things and looking cute and fashionable and stylish. So <laughs> shopping is always great. Yeah. That's really, really I know. As, as honey, honey, don't watch, you know, but, uh, but shopping is great. So, but yeah, but I love that. Yeah. yeah. I've been a season of really advocating for my own self care because I think I've had a, a bout of, um, not having the best mental health state mm. in the last like probably four months or mm. so and through radical self-care that's what I've been calling it, is radical self-care I really I feel that. like yeah. that is helping a lot so actually like taking time to be with myself but also yeah. for me self-care has meant um cooking at home more mm-hmm. because we were eating out all the time and that actually was having a negative toll on me and then um non-negotiable friend time so mm. for me I'm learning how much I need community kind of like what you said like I'm on the list so yeah, guys by the way <laughs> just want to put it out there hi everyone who's not on the list no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a very small list <laughs> so but I am learning I mean especially as an extrovert you know it's not just how I gain energy it's really what I mean it is how I gain energy so um, I'm learning how much I actually really yeah. need that time. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Most of my self-care revolves around alone time because I'm <laughs> never alone. Like, I can't even pee alone. <laughs> That's how she never alone care. I yeah, am. Yeah, like, yeah. I have <laughs> kids, not creepy people that hang around with me. But, um, so just having like a five, six, and a two-year-old, I'm like, constantly on and constantly looking after everyone else and then obviously like having a job and then having employees and then another few hundred people (laughs) um, that we kind of look after it's like it's very draining and so just any me time alone time is my self-care and so baths like yes 
I'm like the queen of baths. I like put my essential oils in. I light the candles. Like Ooh, I it's love romantic. I love that. <laughs> so I take my bath time very seriously. Um, <laughs> but it's just that escape for me that I can do when I put the kids to bed. And um, I actually, some of self-care for me this past year has been not what I'm doing, but actually what I'm not doing. Yeah. Um, which has been just as important. And I actually stopped watching TV in November of last year. So it's been a long time since I've watched a TV episode, which that sounds kind of easy, but it was actually very difficult for me because I would put the kids to bed and my husband and I would, would kind of like watch a show together or I would just kind of tune out the world and put a show on. And right. that's how I kind of like emotionally and physically detached and just yeah. like chilled. So like, but then it got to the point where I was like doing that for hours at a time. And I'm like, oh, this actually isn't the best for me in this season. And so I'm kind of doing this year long fast from TV and so that has actually been so good for me and my like self-care because I'm reading more books I'm um just doing more things that I enjoy and I'm gonna nerd out hardcore here (laughs) but I love puzzles oh I love (laughs) I love like I love them yeah that's oh like puzzle puzzle (laughs) it's super nerdy right but I I get super excited and I like text a picture to my sister-in-law I'm like look to do and she just came over to my house yesterday because she had an hour um and I'm like come have coffee and help me with the puzzle and it's like your kids aren't around no one's asking you to do anything and you're like just trying to fit pieces into it <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> and there's an ending to it and an objective and I like finishing a puzzle yeah. so anyway it's kind that. of a good thing for my mental health is <laughs> I'm realizing as I say it out loud how No, that's not that's nerdy. nerdy. Yeah, we have I for really Christmas am. every year our puzzles, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is so <laughs> cute. Well, that is really cute. I love working out and I'm always wanting to be active because it's a lot of times people are like, "Oh, I'm too tired. I don't have time for that." But then re- in reality, you would have more energy if you just got that blood moving a little bit, mm. which is also advice my father gave me. He was like, just get moving. You'll feel better. <laughs> and so um, that's definitely a way that I pursued my self-care. I am the most low-maintenance person when it comes to my hair and my face and my makeup. Like, it's embarrassing how bad it is. <laughs> this is the most done up I get all month. So um, I think it's the same for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> so, not for me. I love doing makeup. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, um, like working out was is like a big part of that, and just going for walks. And I find that the be- times that I process the most is when I'm distracted by activity because. A lot of times, like, I'm distracted by my phone or a TV right. show yeah. or right. there's always something on technology that seems more important. And I'll be honest, like, mentally, like, I used to journal all the time, which was so good for me. And then it's, it's just over time I let myself be like, oh, I'm too busy. I have nothing to write. There's nothing to say. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of something where I'm, like, recognizing I'm like, no, I need that. And that, mm-hmm. that is my self-care that I need to pay attention to. Yeah. And so um, that's definitely something where I'm like, okay, like, I need to stop thinking about how I need to do it and actually do it. And sometimes self-care isn't going to be this thing of, oh, I love doing this and it's the best thing. But right. it's like prioritizing what y- your mind, your body, your soul needs and yeah. pushing yourself past wanting to and being like, no, I need to because it benefits me in so many different ways and I get to go for a walk and like so many people don't have that option 
or it's not summer all the time. Sorry, yeah. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, you two, yeah. you both mentioned something about kind of numbing out, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's social media, like there's something better on your phone, or even giving up TV. And, like, I have a, a good friend who's going through, um, you know, recovery right now. And something that... Um, So she sends me lots of, like, memes and just things about recovery. And so I'm, like, following all these new people. (laughs) It's, like, this whole new world, right? And But something that I learned is just how, you know, people with addictive personalities, it's like, you can get addicted to anything. And we're so used to now, like, when, you know, there's a new TV show that's released. If it's one a week, it's like, what? I can't binge watch this because it's so (laughs) acceptable now for us to just you know, zone yeah. out and get mm-hmm. in this world for right. hours and hours and hours instead of actually, you know, taking it bit by bit and practicing yeah. moderation. Yeah. 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 Neglecting the things that actually need more care than anything, which is your mental health. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it's just easy to forget or ignore or neglect it because it's too much work to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because what you were saying, it's almost like masking. Yeah. Like, the actual things like what mm-hmm. you're saying is that we need to deal with so like I think it's easy for us to kind of get connected like on our phones and just mm-hmm. zone out on Instagram or just like yeah. zone out watching like you're saying like TV and things like that and so for me if I'm noticing a pattern in my life where I'm doing maybe one kind of self-care thing <laughs> too much like something like that I have to stop myself and say okay why am I watching tv all yeah. the time going to that why, chocolate bar right again. Yeah. why am i eating a pint of ice cream before i go to bed every single <laughs> night yeah right like, like we, we yeah. put these masks so like what is i know i love ice cream too i don't want to let that go but but what is actually you know is it because i'm covering something that yeah. i need to just mm-hmm. give care to yeah. or is it because yeah. no this is what i'm enjoying in a healthy yeah. capacity yeah. right so yeah. i'm listening to everyone talk and it's like self care sounds a lot like having really healthy boundaries yeah <laughs> that's true too like yeah. saying yes and saying no to the right things and knowing what's going to yeah. give you life and what's going to make you feel energized and what's yeah. not going to drain you and i think that's like a really long journey to get to um and it's really empowering though once you start to say yes and no to the right things yeah. and it like changes in different seasons sometimes you have more capacity um than you do in other seasons and so it looks different like self-care yeah. that's why it's like a, it's an everyday thing it's a seasonal thing um and yeah it's just like important to check in with yourself yeah. all yeah. the time have you done like a don't list have you guys ever done this no, yeah that. where okay yeah. so instead that's of making on my a... list of not to where instead of making a to-do list for yourself, you make a, oh. or it's like a stop doing list. So mm. like all the things you're not going to do wow. from now oh. on. No. No. I was thinking you were talking about like this, like a list of like what gives me life and things that like don't give me life. Kind of though. So it's like. I mean, it is similar. that. And yeah. then being like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know like a big thing for me that I've just discovered like probably in the last like five years that I never really thought of before is self-care is like I actually have to have a creative expression yeah Mm -hmm. and I have to be doing something creative so if I haven't done anything creative um that isn't based around like work or performance or perfection or Mm -hmm. or goal driven like if I haven't just created for the sake of creating like I can actually tell like my system kind of gets this like Mm -hmm. overload of like overwhelming like oh my gosh everything's getting on top of me but like it's such an outlet for me like 
and it's from everything. Like I'm, I'm looking into a pottery class and at the end of the month, I'm going to like a flower arranging night at like so this fun. local florist. And so just like all these fun stuff. And sometimes I'll get out charcoals or paints and just paint. But like, for me, a lot of it has to do with like not giving myself boundaries in those, in those times, like yeah. Yeah. The, the freedom to just be free. Yeah. And, and create, like, for me, not for the world. Like, yeah. you know, so if I'm working and I'm doing graphic design, all that kind of stuff, it's obviously I'm, like, producing something for other people. But yeah. this is simply just to unplug and just let my kind of creativity come alive. And it gives me so much life. So That's I, really cool. I love, I love that. that. That's really, really cool. Well, I have a few questions from our audience that has been watching. So <laughs> I wanted to bring them to the table because some of them have to do with even what we're talking about, but also to some of the episodes that we've chatted about before. And so um, at Battle Schmidt asks, <laughs> growth in your dating and marriage relationships, how have you changed? Growth in your dating and marriage relationships. I think yeah. the dynamic changed? definitely changes. Like I think that's kind of normal. You go from this high of dating life to suddenly you're spending every day with this person. And I think your dynamic changes. And in some ways I'm like, I miss dating. And I can tend to like focus on like the happiness and these highs that I felt like from dating. But like the growth that I get to experience with my husband and in our relationship is it's much deeper but, like, he's still the same person. And I don't think that we've changed. We've grown together, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. But, Jenny, you are maybe dating, maybe not. We don't put her on the spot. <laughs> but, like, knows. how? <laughs> single Pringle. <laughs> yeah, you're a single Pringle. How has dating changed for you? Like, because she asked dating and marriage. Obviously, mm -hmm. some of us are married and yeah. you're single. So how have you grown in dating from before to now? Um, you know, what are some, maybe some new things that you're doing, maybe not doing? Do yeah. <laughs> um, I think before, meaning just when I started dating as a teenager to now, um, having standards. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Like, um, uh, well, or my standards have changed. Like, I'm sure I had them when I was younger, but now I'm like, oh, I've learned so much. Um, I've learned so much just about myself. Like, I'm not who I was when I was 18. Um, 10 years, 10 years ago. And when I, the things I wanted then were different. Um, and yeah, I think that dating has, dating has really like shown me, um, that it doesn't define me. Dating has shown me that, um, like the trial and error of dating has actually shown me that you can't rely on a person to fulfill you. And I've, I've done that before in relationships. Um, and it's like really an unfair place to put on, to put someone in cause they're never going to be your everything. Yeah. And so yeah. it just like fueled my insecurity even more. And so now it's kind of like this like flip flop of, um, like I want to be as whole as I can be to then find someone who's also whole. So we're not like two halves coming together. We're just like two whole people to make a whole dynamic yeah. relationship thing oh, um so that's how dating's changed for me and just yeah the the process of rejection the process of the excitement of it and it's just I find it I find it fun now and it's taken me a long time to find dating fun <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny you were talking about standards because uh another viewer at Rachel Marinick or my rink my rink <laughs> yeah <laughs> um she asked how do I put myself out there while having standards 
And how do I have high expectancy for a mate while also being open to options? Mm. I went on a few blind dates. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> but it was also, it helped me like go into those situations a little bit more like aware of like myself and what I was looking for. And it made it really easy to be like, oh, that's definitely not a fit. Like, and being okay with that because you're not, oh, you don't yeah. owe them anything. That's yeah, it's good. And you're, hopefully it's going to be set up by like people who love and admire both of you so and they see potential in it and if they the people who are setting you up aren't mean and they (laughs) they care about you then I think that they would equally want that person to like find you if that makes sense like yeah they're not going to set you up with a loser if it's not going to be someone where they're like we really love this person like you should we'd love to see if there's something there for both of you yeah. yeah, and I think when, when she asked the question, like, how do I put myself out there while having standards, it's like, okay, you can have standards and still, like, go and have dates. That It doesn't take away from having standards just because you're going and putting yourself out there to That's meet so people nice. and hang out with people, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So it's like, yeah. um, you know, it takes a lot of courage to date. I never personally liked dating. I was just like, hey, I like you, you like me, let's be boyfriend or girlfriend, let's call it a day. Like, I'm like a relationship <laughs> person. I don't have time for games. Like, I'd rather just be no. single. Like, I remember I was like, I'd rather just be single than doing this dating thing. I just mm-hmm. felt it was so awkward. Like, the first date, you're always meeting the representative. It's never really who the person really yeah. is because yeah. everyone wants to be their best self. So I'm like, okay, let's just be friends, get to know each other in that capacity. And if we like each other, let's just be boyfriend and girlfriend and call it a day. But I I feel like standards and putting yourself out there, you can still have standards while going in, entertaining, you know, dates, multiple dates or or whatever, Mm -hmm. however you you choose to do it. And then uh, having high expectancy for a mate, she said, also being open to options. Again, it goes back to that standards. You could be open to conversate with people, to meet with people, to get to know people. Yeah. Uh, your standards so are your good. standards. You know, what it is that is a non-negotiable for you in a relationship, that doesn't have to change just because you're hanging out with someone. Now, yeah. I will tell you, there may be something that evolves over time. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there were certain things that are like, oh, I would never date a person like that, or I would never. And then I did you know and it wasn't a bad thing you know mm-hmm. so sometimes I think with growth yeah, we kind of kind of evolve and I think it's also giving flexibility to maybe change some of those things you yeah. know or just some of those things and it's okay either way yeah you know but having a standard is a great thing and I think you should yeah. <laughs> I think and you should have some non-negotiable and knowing that people <laughs> will surprise you too. yeah, yeah. Like that, exactly. I think yeah. that that's like the that's fun it is yeah. fun. It is fun. Like, people can, I mean, like you said, on a first date, you might meet the representative, right? But I think even knowing, does your friendship have chemistry? That, to me, is yeah. the real the real marker of a great relationship. Is like, well, can we at least be have a great friendship? And, like, am I just, like, a little bit attracted to this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but having that, like, long list of, like, okay, I might have these standards, but... Some things, like even job status, even if somebody has like an incredibly stable job when you meet them, doesn't mean that that's like a part of them forever, forever either. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. 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 So being yeah. open to both. I love that whole non-negotiable concept because I think sometimes we, we mistake ideals for standards. And standards mm. is non-negotiables, but yeah. ideals are just what we 
prefer, like yeah. preferences. But I think our ideals can bend a whole lot more than yeah. our convictions and our um, non-negotiables should bend. And I, so I say this to some of my single friends and I realize it comes off a little bit harsh, but I say it because I talk to myself harsh and <laughs> I just talk to them how I talk to myself. Say but that. I'm like... If you have a list of everything you want in a guy, like someone is going to have to compromise on their list in order to be with you. Just let that sink in. (laughs) (laughs) And so in order for you to be with someone else, you're going to have to compromise on your list. Like you don't have to compromise on your Mm non-negotiables, but you may have to compromise on your preferences. And um, I would just encourage people to go into dating with an open mind. Like. My husband is not the kind of guy that I thought I would end up marrying, but he is everything I need in a husband. So good. Mm-hmm. But going into that relationship even, I was a little bit skeptical. I, I went in like to the dating relationship because I was really curious. Like He was so curious to me. Um, and, and he ended up surprising me in a lot of ways. And he ended up not being some of the things that I thought I needed. Yeah. Um, and, and completely surprised me in some of the areas that I didn't even know that I needed, but I did. And I didn't know that until mm-hmm. he kind of showed that to me. So I think, um, yeah, don't, you don't have to drop your standards, but you may have to drop some of your ideals. Yeah. I would just say, yeah. say yeah. that. I agree. So. I have some friends who will, like, literally be like, oh, uh, set me up with this person. Like, I want to go on a date. Like, I'm trying to meet my husband mm-hmm. or wife because that's, like, the thing. I feel like people are, like, wanting to get married now. Like, people are, like, they're done with being single. Like, they want to get married, at least a lot of the people that I know. And I've noticed consistently with a few different people exactly what you're saying. It's, like, no one's willing to bend, and mm-hmm. so you're wondering why you're yeah. single. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm not trying to be harsh either, but it's, like, you're wondering why you're single, and it's, like, okay, we're not perfect people. Like, we all have things that, yeah. you know, we have to work on, so it's really kind of just reevaluating like, what that really looks like and being realistic and really going for, like, okay, let me get to know this person yeah. really and truly. Let me give them an opportunity yeah. and give them a chance. I see my friends shutting down people, and I'm, like, this is a great person if yeah. you would take the time yeah. to just try to get to know them like it could and you know what's ideal, frustrating you know? about dating is yeah. like like you yeah you get the representative on the first date and so ever I mean I feel like it's just like this known thing that's not you may not know the first date that you're going to get married and that's normal <laughs> like you know what? and so it's like but then you never hear from someone and I see this like in in a lot of my friends who are mm-hmm. dating's lives like it's just all of a sudden it just like falls apart and it's like well you how how can you really know if you've only gone on one date or sometimes you do know it's like oh there's there's literally nothing there yeah, move on yeah. but sometimes blocking. it's like okay like can we just at least get to know each other and like it's super frustrating you know yeah, <laughs> like, it's yeah. Like, I don't but understand. if that dude is like ghosting after a date then like well, yeah automatic out <laughs> sorry guys yeah no I agree but I have to say on the hotness scale almost every married man I know looks at least like two points better than the single guys because they have great women in their life who help them dress and like I'm just saying I'm just saying there's always like a two-point upgrade to so once a girl gets involved it's like oh yeah yeah it's like oh let's try a little bit let's toss that shirt where did my crocs go I don't know I definitely have hidden some shoes just kidding what was funny when you were talking about like a, a date or like oh sometimes you do know on the first date I had this image of like a guy like putting his feet on the table cutting his toenails while you're having dinner oh my god like, that's totally like, really gross you're like okay that's definitely not that's a definite you're no, not gonna go and no. date 
<laughs> so there are some things that you'll know on that date, day one, that that's not going to yeah, be yeah, a, yeah. a date number yeah. two. I love what you said, though, about the chemistry of friendship, <laughs> because I just think you can never underestimate the power of fun yes. in a relationship. Because, yeah. like, when... Things get rough because they're going to if you're going to be together long enough. It's true. You need to learn to have fun with each other and do adventures together. And just like people sometimes get so serious about Mm, like life and goals and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, can you guys laugh together? Like because that's a big indication of whether you're going to get through the hard times of marriage. Like if you can laugh together and have see the fun in every situation. So I would say don't underestimate how much fun you can have with someone. If you have a lot of fun with someone, that's a really good sign. And don't underestimate your gut. <laughs> that is real. No, yeah, it's, it's so true. It's true. real. Yeah, that's true. how you weed out yeah. those guys who are going to ghost you after first date one. <laughs> it's like you always kind of know, like, oh, is he up to something shady? Probably. If you have the thought... <laughs> Probably. Women have crazy intuition. Like, we really do. Like, we know. You just have to be honest with yourself. (laughs) Well, Barb underscore for life asks, how do you stay connected with people? I love Barb for life. Yeah. Barb, no, Barb underscore for life. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you guys stay connected with people? Like, in a practical sense? Uh, I mean, in any sense. Like, how do you stay connected? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could take that question so many different ways. There's so many levels. I know, right? I think it's just intentionality. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta you gotta be intentional and I think the older you get, the more you realize you're not gonna be friends with everyone. Yeah. And that you don't have capacity to have relationship with everyone. And so you kinda gotta pick your like your ride or die people. And they're the people that you intentionally invest in and you make yourself vulnerable to them and you allow them to be vulnerable with you Mm -hmm. without judgment. And I think, again, I'm just, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. (laughs) But, like, I love fun. I love fun. I love adventures. And so that's one of my main ways that I connect with my friends, with my husband, with my kids, everyone. And so I have a high priority for fun. And I just, and that's a good connection place for me and someone else. So I'm kind of like, hey, I don't really have time to hang out with you this week, but I may be doing a midnight run to Target. You want to come and try on some, like, geeky outfits? I don't know. (laughs) Like, whatever. Like, sometimes my best friend and I are shopping the aisles of Target at 11 p.m. after we put our kids down. Because we're like, we haven't connected, but we are being intentional in the moments that we do have. And they don't have to be dates all the time where you're going out to dinner with each other or having coffee with each other. It can just be doing life together. And that's where I make my best connections is just the everyday mundane life together situations. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like, I don't like when people are like, we should hang out. And then they just never initiate that hangout thing. So, like, what I've really tried to work on is being like, okay, one works for you. Yeah. One day works You're for you. You're great with that. And I've had to work on that because it was really hard for me to get over doing that because I thought I was going to get rejected. And it was that fear of rejection mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, no, what if they don't want to? Well, if they don't want to, then they're like that guy that's ghosting you. They're ghosting your <laughs> friendship, so they're not worth your time if you're that. trying to, like, constantly reach out to them. But, yeah, I definitely am like, okay. Let's set a time, else I'll never see you, and I need people in my life that, like, you guys, we we had a great time this past week, and that meant so much to me to, like, just hang out and have, like, good connection and quality time that was intentional, and it wasn't like, let's just hang out. But sometimes it's good to just hang out, but... (laughs) 
Also, like, following up with that. Yeah. Yeah, I would even add to that. I used to, I'm such an extrovert, so I would say that to people all the time. Like, I was the guilty person. Let's hang out. (laughs) But, like, I actually didn't have any time to hang out with that person. Yeah, that's real. (laughs) Or, or like, I'm walking down the hall, and I'm like, how are you? And I keep walking. Yeah. You know, like, as in, so I've really had to, some people say that out of insecurity, or they Mm -hmm. say it out of, like, they just, they genuinely have a desire to... Um, hang out sometimes. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just want to be friendly and they don't know what else to say. And so I say that sometimes. I'm like, we should hang out. And then I'm like, I have no intention of hanging out with that person because I don't have the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, right. but well, so I'm, I'm having to, to teach myself yeah. not to say that if I don't actually need yeah. it. You yeah. Know? So yeah. That's a really good point. And I love like having friends like you because busy people like myself, like what you're saying, like it, it checks me back because I feel like sometimes I could be in the mix of things, like just of life, yeah. like just trying mm-hmm. to get things done you know managing a lot of projects and things like that um we don't have kids yet thank god I don't know how you guys do it but but you know I mean so for me it's great to have friends who are kind of like that radar like they check in they're like hey how are you Mm -hmm. doing hey when Mm -hmm. are we getting together like I value that and I think it also goes to understanding people's lifestyles like understanding Mm -hmm. your friends understanding Mm -hmm. who they are what the season they're in uh because I think it's easy easy to get offended but it's so much more beautiful when there's so much, like, uh, understanding of the person's season. Because then, then the person on the other end who's busy, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, this person loves me so well that they reach out to me and they connect with me. Yeah. But they also understand the season that I'm in. I can't begin to tell you how uh, difficult that is to find people who who are your friends even in those seasons where you are busier than yeah. others. Yeah. You know? yeah. I shared one of the ways that I like to do self-care is actually having non-negotiable friend time, but I'm in a season of being really busy and all of that. And so my friends and I have had to figure out, like, how are we going to make this happen? How are we yeah. going to have a friendship? So, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, I have friends. I've moved across country a couple times. Mm-hmm. So um, I love Marco Polo. I don't know if yeah. you yeah. love Marco oh, Polo. Yeah. Yeah. This Gosh, app is I hate awesome. that app. Yeah. Some, some people, people hate some it. People, I don't get it. And that's okay. Love some it. people hate it. But I love to connect. I have, like, yes. you know, my couple like girlfriends that live across the country and we just check in. We ha- I have my morning coffee and sometimes I get behind, but it's like a little walkie talkie with video. Yeah, so yeah. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then also just learning, like I've learned, okay, I can have my non-negotiable friend time in a way that's going to fit with my life. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if I know that I need a rest day, then I'm like, Hey, I can invite someone else to have my pool day with me. Or if yeah. I need, uh, if I have an hour between, you know, work ending and the next thing beginning I'm like cool we can go hit up a happy hour and get some half off apps or something somewhere and that's something that's on the go it has a time limit Mm -hmm. and we can make that time to connect yeah yeah it's interesting because it's almost like you know how they have defining the the relationship dtr it's kind of like you have to dts define the season (laughs) yes (laughs) you know like and so i just created that you guys hashtag that (laughs) retag that but it just came (laughs) to my mind like yeah sometimes you have to define the season to people around you so Mm. that they can at least get some understanding into where your life is right now well that's it you guys thank you for sending in your questions please keep them coming we apologize if we didn't get to your question but we will get to them on other episodes as well just kind of want to chat a little bit about second kind which we're really excited about they're sponsoring this video and our self-care talk that we had earlier on in the session the thing that i love is this company is locally owned to texas it's straight out of texas so if you love to shop local you're going to want to shop this brand cool fun facts about this company is they are vegan friendly paraben free sulfate free eco-friendly um they are an honest brand which we love that we love cre- clean cream clean 
clean, honest ingredients. And the cool thing about it is their whole motto is self-love through self-care. How perfect, because that's what we've been talking about. So if you guys want to know how to win the giveaway that we're having, yes, we are giving away some product, then you want to follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Truth Be Told Show. Also, we are going to be using these products and we're going to be incorporating them into our self-care routine. So if you want to watch how we're incorporating these products into our self-care routine, also follow us on Instagram. And fun fact, we have a coupon code for you guys we're super excited about. TBT15 will get you 15% off of any of the products here and online. So thank you for watching. Comment below. Let us know if you're getting these products and how you're using them. Also to share with us some of your self-care tips and tricks and all that jazz. And if you have any more questions, guys, please don't forget to let us know what they are. We will answer them uh, as well. We love you guys. Until next time. Bye.